Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the number, be the online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where, of course, we wax poetic about the Arizona Cardinals in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is a man who played not only professional baseball, but played in the National Football League as well. He likes to clown me about my computer. We're going to try to pull out so we can get me a new computer. Ed Easy Smith, what's good, man? I'm good, man. Excited to have our guest on joining us today. But, yeah, we're going to talk about these raggedy Cardinals and these <laughs> ra- raggedy Panthers. Getting ready raggedy to come up Panthers. Here. <laughs> it's I am, I am uh, as in some families, you might have, there There might be more more females than males, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like you're, depending on, you know, the household that you're in. Here, I am dominated by tight ends so we have joining us to uh, as a special guest this week luther broughton he played four seasons in the nfl correct me if i'm wrong my brother so five five, five. so i ain't trying that to take first, it away because it's all that, important that first season it, it counts even though there was <laughs> not many reps it counts as long as it counts you know? my bad i'm right. trying to shortchange you it, it matters it, it counts man <laughs> and he played two seasons. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he also played a couple seasons with the Panthers, if I'm not mistaken, yes, as well. Uh, back and forth, flip flop, back and forth. Man. So we gonna get into this because, of course, the Arizona Cardinals will be going out to the East Coast, and they will be taking on the Carolina Panthers, who seem to have their number. So we're gonna talk about our how we see it. This game kind of playing out. Um, some of the the deficiencies when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But since we have a guest in the house, we're going to start with the Carolina Panthers. So my brother, my tight end brother, Ooh. even though I'm not a tight end, I might've been the dude that was sitting on the bench carrying everybody's water. Yeah, Carolina right. Panthers, one and two, similar as the, the Cardinals for us looking at it. It's, it's a one and two. It's a, it's not one of those, those confident one and twos when it comes to the Carolina Panthers, what's the outlook? Is there confidence? You have Baker Mayfield there. And from, from what I understand rule might be, you know, the, the writing might be on the wall if he doesn't have a strong showing this season. Well, I tell you what, this is a different one and two team. The Cardinals came into the season with playoff aspirations. Uh, You know, you've got a franchise quarterback who you just gave a boatload of money to, uh, you got some veteran defenders and, and you're coming off a season where you were, you were there. You were, you know, did you guys make the playoffs last year? Yes. Yes. You, lo- <laughs> yes, you we lost did. in the we did. playoffs. Got you waxed. made the playoffs and, and lost in the playoffs, but you made improvements in the off season and you're looking to, to expand on that. The Panthers are, were in flux. They, they didn't, they don't, they still don't have a quarterback really, but they thought they, they, they got a guy. I think they did get a guy who's better than what they had on the team right now in Sam Bradford. Um, but uh, this one and two is a lot different. The Panthers lost the first game by two in the, in, against the Giants by three. 
uh, they beat a Saints team uh, at home, and it was, you know, they the, the defense was pretty stout. Against the Browns, they kind of got hosed. Uh, they made a comeback, took a uh, one-point lead, got they got a phantom roughing the passer on uh, the, the final drive for the Browns, and also the Browns did a fake spike and then a spike, which in the NFL, Ed, as you know, that's intentional grounding. Yeah. They made a 64-yard field goal to win the game. Keep in mind that intentional grounding put them at, at that point, it would have been a 70-something-yard field goal. So the Panthers easily could have been 2-1. and one. A bad, An ugly 2-1, and one, but 2-1 and one is 2-1. and one. The right. Giants beat them by three at home where they just couldn't get anything done in the second half. But this isn't a confident 1-2. and two. It's just a better 1-2, and two, in my opinion, than the Cardinals who had higher aspirations. And like Jay said, the writing should be on the wall with Matt Rule, but what I'm hearing is they're going to give him more patience, and, and and I think it's because possibly the buyout situation. Possibly he signed, the they signed him to a long – I mean, when he came on board, mm-hmm. it was a long contract. It was yeah. a long contract, a, a big contract, but <clears throat> the – also, another thing about this team is the owner is rich, so hmm. I don't I don't think he has a problem with with the buyout. I think he wants to be patient. The huge situation in Carolina is 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 uh the defense man. Uh, Phil Snow runs a college defense with small guy. He wants small linebackers and medium mediumish safety so they could be interchangeable. And in the box, and you can't do that in the NFL, man. You can't play those small guys in the box in the NFL. You, you'll get your ass crushed. They'll just run the ball right at you. And um, what what I'm hearing here is the players just don't like snow, bro. They don't mm. like them. And it's a problem. So we'll see what's going to happen, man. So I want to correct. I want to correct Jay. He wouldn't have been getting us water, LB. He would have been actually going out for our Friday cheesesteak. <laughs> remember, remember how we used to have Jed go out every Friday, bro. We had to make sure uh, we had our order in, and Jed just Jed like a trooper, bro. He had our cheesesteaks <laughs> waiting on. Us, bro. Jed was on point, though. Jed was. Yeah, like, Jed was on point. You know how Jed was, nah, man. What, listen, just tell me what you want. I got you, brother. I got you. <laughs> so LB, we. We, you know, obviously we got the quarterback situation out here. You know, you spoke on it as far as Kyler. Um, we got this matchup of two Oklahoma Heisman's mm-hmm. and obviously two different circumstances and situations. And Baker's on that kind of prove it note right now. Mm-hmm. And it's in watching the games, because I make sure I keep an eye on everything on Sundays. He looks as about as average as he has in the past. Yes. So what I mean, what hope is there? Because obviously you got Sam Darnold sitting there in the wings when he eventually comes back. You guys, as far as your quarterback season situation, after what I've seen from Baker in these first few games, you could be on the market again. They, very, I think very they soon. will be on the market, but I can tell you one thing, Ed, and this is this is not excusing anything that Baker does. I, I, I think you could put a guy's dynamic is is uh Caffrey? Uh, um, no. no I'm quarterback lo- wise, I'm losing it. <laughs> Josh Allen, Josh uh, Allen, and Lamar uh, Jackson yeah. on this offense, and 
it wouldn't look great. The offense is so simple. They don't do much. They, they seem to to um, to give clues to what they're doing. Bro, it's so simple, man. Just watching it as a – I don't know it all, and I, I'm never that guy, oh, I played ball, I know it all. Just watching it from a standpoint like us, we walk, we kind of watch tape and film and, and, and it plays differently. Yeah. Like sometimes mm-hmm. the ball is down the field and I'm sitting over here looking what happened <laughs> yep. on that ET stunt, right? The TE stunt, <laughs> you, you know, stuff like that, right? Yep. And I'm looking out there and I'm like, man, this this thing is so simple. Like mm. it, it's it's hard to watch, bro. It's hard to watch. This is the best of the best. It should not be as simple as the second preseason game. Hmm. And that's kind of the way it looks. And uh, I, I just don't know. A better quarterback always makes your team better. I don't know how much a, a great quarterback would be able to do with this offense the way it's run. He he doesn't utilize McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the previous regime overutilized McCaffrey. This regime, it's like, he they treat him like he's just a guy. The, the, yeah. That dude is the highest paid guy on the team, I believe. I'm gonna interrupt you real quick because I want to get into that. So you mentioned a couple different things there. So one, the underuse of McCaffrey, because looking at and just in terms of so far through three games, um, what 50, 50 attempts um, that you know 243 yards rushing. But more specifically, in terms of the offensive philosophies, and Ed and I talk about this quite a bit in, in the Phoenix area. There's a lot of talk about this coming in. Our coach Cliff Kingsbury was supposed to be an offensive guru, guru, and and yet there doesn't seem to be enough innovation. Uh, the, be, getting your quarterback under center, even if he is isn't as tall as, as say the the average quarterback, being able to do some different things to to use to to maximize the the resources that you have is that mm-hmm. what you see when you look at the Cardinals? And because it it seems to be that's what you're talking about with uh, with Carolina as well. It's weird looking at the Cardinals and you know how dynamic the Kyler Murray can be at quarterback and how nothing gets done offensively. You see some games or some drives where, where you see, you you just see, all right, they're starting to get it humming. And then it goes back to three and out five and punt. And, and you, and, and in my mind, I'm thinking, wasn't this guy a guru? Wasn't this guy yeah. hired? You fired uh, Wilkes after one season Right. You, you drafted a quarterback in the first round. You scrapped all that to bring this guy in, and it's not working, fellas. Yeah. It's not. It, it's not working. I know and, they and just LB, went to the playoffs last LB, year. They just signed him to an extension for twenty twenty seven. Yep. So they they obviously like the guy. And sometimes you, you can outcoach yourself and you can just out-GM yourself. Like, Ooh. what does he have on the team? Like, he drafted a quarterback in the first round and just gave up on him. I know Rosen has flamed out, but you can flame out when some, when that happens to you as a quarterback. Your confidence is dropped. Like, they didn't give him a chance, and plus he didn't have anything around him. You Absolutely completely nothing. scrapped that after hiring. You, listen. You're, you can't blame anyone else but yourself if you fired a coach after one year. You were responsible for hiring him. Mm. 
nine you bought, months you bought ago. the groceries as ed likes to say you bought the <laughs> you, groceries you, you, and bought you told the me to make the meal that, that right. i couldn't make <laughs> and he could and then you fired a guy and you bring in another guy and you you, you basically wasted a, a top 10 pick you mm. wasted a, a, a staff mm. and then you come out it's man just watching this Watching watching teams do stuff like that, it's, it's just a microwave age. It's not going to work immediately. And I get why why when people say, Matt, you know, they're going to be patient with rule. I guess I can get it because I'm so sick of the higher fire, higher fire. True. Yo, the, the guy has been there like for 20 games and you decided – he can't do anything when you haven't gotten him a quarterback or his quarterback is getting massacred because we don't have a line. You spent all your first round picks on offense and now your defense is suffering. So you fire him and you hire some other guy who's probably from the McVay tree because <laughs> that's what they're going to do nowadays and, yeah. and, and act like you're going to get McVay all over again. Well, fine. Then <laughs> why don't you just draft all of Michael Jordan's freaking uh, gene pool? And anyone related to Michael draft him because he's going to be like Michael. No, those guys aren't Sean McVay. Right. And, uh, it's it's interesting, man. The NFL is interesting because you, you you first you just turned over all the old coaches at one point, and then you went to all right. This guy's treat. This guy was good. Let's see if we can do this again with young young guys, kind of from that same uh, offensive, been around each other and keep giving them job. Like you, I don't know. You, you hear you're right up the same alley as both of us. Uh, LB, because we've been talking about this thing. If you had a cup of coffee with McVeigh, supposedly you're, sp- you're supposed to be a genius, right? Right. Um, and it's interesting That's not because, how it works. Yeah, and it's interesting because we're looking at two teams, like you said earlier when you first started, different aspirations on the season. Um, the mood is so different, but it's the same at the same time. I've done a couple of podcasts this week for the Carolina uh, fans, and it's like gloom and doom over there because, you know, it's like we're – I think you guys are three years into rule and we're four years into uh, 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 Kingsbury. Kingsbury. The problem yeah. is I don't see the growth in either one of them. Mm-hmm. They're still both still trying to figure it out. And and I'll go back to our day, uh, LB, when we played in 99 together, uh, Donovan McNabb, rookie year, uh, Andy Reid first year. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, and Andy was Andy was raw. It was his rookie year. Yep. He was seriously just trying to figure it out. But you saw from the first game through the end of the season, even though we weren't a good team, you saw growth. Bro, remember they, after that season, Madden used to talk about his teams for the next year, blah, blah, blah. Madden, I remember Madden talking about the – he said, look, I know that record says 5-11 and 11 or 6-10. But go back and watch those games. Go back and watch the first game and then watch week 16. Yeah. Go Mm, back and look at the scores. Look at how this team has improved all week. And I remember I got traded there after the, after the seat, right at the end of the uh, preseason. And I got there and those guys were like, this was the hardest training camp I've ever had. Andy murdered them in training camp because he wanted to get his his plan in place. These are my guys here, and I might beat them down in camp, but I'm going to see what I got. I'm going to see who I got. 
and I'm going to work them and we're going to get this thing rolling. And then, you know, towards the middle of the season, we started taking off the pads and, you know, some, we would, you know, we do our, uh, as Ed would know, beginning of practice, the short yardage and stuff at the beginning of practice and take the shoulder pads off. Right. But Andy knew we weren't that great at that point. And he was getting us there. Dude, by, by, by week 10, but mid mid year, I was thinking, look, I know this is Doug's first time. Doug Peterson's first time starting ever. They just drafted a guy at number two who's Donovan McNabb. When we get this quarterback play down and get a, a playmaker or two on the outside, because hell, that one year I, I was <laughs> I was one of the top receiving guys on the team. I led the team in touchdown catches. You can't have that. <laughs> so me... they went and got some guys, and uh, the rest is history. So exactly. believe in the Arizona Cardinals, and it's along those lines philosophy right you an identity so if you you know with when you mention a coach for the most part a good coach good to great coaches they have their their identity whatever it is if they're running if they're running or if they play action if they're if they're if they're putting it up in the air if they're defensive whatever and i'm still trying to figure out when it comes to the arizona cardinals really what and ed mentions this quite a bit and so does our brother um uh earl Earl. is, is that we just don't know what that identity is because it always seems as if he's, as you mentioned, as you mentioned, I'll be second guessing himself sometimes. And and that can be the death note. What's, what is that like in the locker room? If you've ever been in there where, where you feel that's one of the, co- whatever side of the ball it is, that there's that indecisiveness and there's real that quick, second guessing going on. Real quick. Let me throw this to you, LB mm-hmm. and Jay, you know, this, our head coach, he literally made a statement. And you talked about how Andy beat us, you know, beat everybody down to get ready to establish his, you know, what he expected, right? Mm -hmm. Our head coach, and you probably wouldn't follow this, he actually made a statement. The 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 end of the preseason. At the end of the preseason, because we didn't play anybody in the the preseason, right? No preparation at all. He said, I wish I could pull it up right now. He said that how could he ask his players to go out there and play in the preseason when they've had success with the Rams, look what they've done. They won a Super Bowl. How can we? How can I ask my guys to go out and play in the preseason? And I, I listen, said to Jake, listen, bruh, you, it, you, <laughs> you can't, you can't copy what the team who just played twenty-one games are. You can't copy what they're doing. Thank you. They won the Super Bowl. They played twenty-one high-level games. You can't copy what they're doing. You don't know if it worked for them the previous season. You get what I'm saying? The previous season, what happened? What happened the previous season? They may have have taken that light in the preseason, but they were already they had a team, and they had a team of veterans. And what about you, establishing you, your own? You got to establish it. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. You have to establish <laughs> your own identity. You can't copy someone else's identity. Listen. You know it's a copycat league, and you can get ideas from other coaches. I don't have a problem with that. You can't copy what the Super Bowl champs did in their in their in their preseason. You you can't ask them to do that after your last performance was an embarrassing playoff loss. Mm. 
Come on, man. CJ, mm. I did, G, Jay's always mess with me because I get my blood pressure up just like you, mm. LB. And I'm like, because we sit and talk about it. And then before I know it, I'm like, I got to calm down here. So that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Just take it home. Let's yeah, go. so so let's get let's break this down. So as we look at this game, let, what how do we see this one playing out? This is one of those games where I look at the, the little piece of paper that I have, and I'm going through this for the first quarter of the season. I have this written down as a victory for the Arizona Cardinals. But again, I'm just, again, first quarter of the season is what I'm sticking to just because, you know, then, then I can adjust. But I'm not confident about that because nothing the Cardinals have done, even with that second quarter, second half comeback against the Raiders, that was more what the Raiders didn't That's do. That's more what, what the Raiders did. did. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So the I Raiders have the look Cardinals like crap. Them. Speaking of looking like, speaking of, speaking of a coach that, dude, I grew up a Raider fan. <laughs> I grew up a Raider fan. I got drafted by Philly. That's the only reason I'm not a Raiders fan anymore. Right. Um, and and I jumped off the Raiders when Gr- John Gruden got there. I can't I can't stand John Gruden. Uh, I had experience with him in Philly, and I don't dislike a lot of people. Oh. Look, I get along with a lot of people, even if the re- the relationship might not be there. You might not be the best of friends. They might do ha- have ways. I still get along. I'm the type of guy that Ed knows me. I'm, I'm going to try. I couldn't stand John Gruden. He treated me like shit. Ooh. I'm going to just be honest with you. The reason I, I ended up, I was on a practice squad in Philly my rookie year. I got cut because we got we had like five linemen hurt. So it was like week 13, 12, 13. I got cut, put on the practice squad, and the Panthers called immediately, and they said, look, we're going to make a roster move, and we're going to create a spot for you. Give me a week to 10 days. Uh, we're going to get you out, get you, right? Yo, when I, I – you know how it is, Ed. You you get cut. You're, you're a free agent, basically, oh, yeah. when you're on the practice squad. So I went and told Juan that the Panthers called and they wanted me because I, I loved Juan. I respected him. Mm-hmm. He, he treated me like a man. He beat me down in a way to get me better. He didn't beat me down like talk down. He had me out there working my butt off because he said, kid, you could run, catch your athletic. You know, you hadn't blocked and I'm going to get you right. And, you know, he worked with me. He, he coached me up, beat me up, worked with me. I loved it. I went over there and told Juan, like, look, the Panthers call. I'm leaving. You know, they put me on the 53. Hell, Ed, they gave me a signing bonus. Yeah. Because, you know, you you take a pay cut. So I took mm-hmm. a pay cut for a couple of weeks. They said, we'll even give you a signing bonus. Bro, Juan said, nah, bro, we like you here. You know, we think you, you got something going. I'm going to go talk to Ray and Lurie. Don't leave. And you know how the vet locker room was. You had oh, to yeah. walk past the coach's locker room to get yo i ran all a circle around the stadium just <laughs> to get out because i wanted to leave philly so bad because i had to get away from gruden i didn't think i was a good enough football player because uh-huh. he treated he, the way he talked to me i was like why did they even keep me i must be bad yeah and i that's why i ended up in carolina the first time and then ray rose got fired we fired dom capers and Andy got hired, and they traded back for me. Okay. Gotcha. And then I was a free agent, and I signed back with Carolina, which was nuts. <laughs> so who so who you got? Who you got in this game? Oh, I, I listen, I this is alumni weekend for the Panthers. They're bringing us in. Um, you know, I'm rocking my blue, rocking my Panther blue. I'm going to be all <laughs> Panthered out. 
I don't have a lot of confidence in us winning the game. I, I, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I I think the Cardinals are going to come. Listen, I just don't think we can score enough. I, watching what mm. we do, I, don't, I, I know the Cardinals haven't been lighting it up, and the Panthers' defense has played well. They've played well. Uh, early on in the season, they, they're opportunistic defense. I think the Cardinals are going to get off their slide and, and, and come down here and win the game. Unless, unless, uh, what's the guy named that coach? The guy's name that coaches the Southern Cal right now. Um, what is my man's name? Gosh. Oh, out of Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, I forget his name. I can't man. remember. How, I can't remember. How am I, I'm so old. I be forgetting everything. <laughs> but you got, but you got the the Cardinals. Being uh, unless he can come down here and tweak the offense for the Panthers a little bit this week with Baker, and then you know Arizona might sneak him over there to help to get Kyler right too. But <laughs> if, if unless you get him over there, it's not happening, man. Okay. The pan the Panthers are are in trouble. Uh, going forward. I know they, they played some tough close games. I don't believe in them. And I want, I'm, I'm biased towards my teams. Mm. I'm also honest and I just don't believe in them. You have a score on the game. LB? Ooh. I, 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 the Panthers are, are going to keep it close. They, they fight. I'll tell you what they fight. They, 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 they don't lay down and they have some guys with pride and i say uh but i say this week it's going to be a 28-17 game okay, okay. Uh, i don't i don't know and if it's going to be close the name okay. we were looking for was lincoln riley lincoln riley come on man and <laughs> what you got what you got i'll give it quick man i am so on the fence on this game by right the cardinals should be 0 and 3 i had the raiders as a win for the, you know and they should be coming this one 0 and 3 and i did have the Cardinals winning this first, you know, this would be the first victory of their season. I'm not even too confident about that, to be honest with you, man. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and, and LB, you talk about, you know, you got your offense. You guys haven't played our defense yet. We are the gift that continues to give. And Listen. we might just we might just do that. This might be one of those games where, because every, every year there's a, a win we weren't looking at and a loss we weren't looking at. This, might be, the, this might be the flip-flop where I miss the Raiders, but the the, the uh, uh, Panthers get this one. I'm thinking I'm going to go 23-22 Cardinals just because I initially mm. picked this one as a win, but I'm I'm, I'm on Close. the fence. Yeah. Close. All right. Hey, listen. There's no way I can put money on this game. No, no. <laughs> no. If, if no. you put a gun to my head and I don't know the spread, that's the only way I would think about picking, having a pick them on this game. But I'm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not bothering with this game, man. I'm, uh, well, you yeah. enjoy, you enjoy. We had a pleasure having you on. Before you enjoy get, the alumni, alumni. Before we get oh, out too, I got. Before we get out, I got to let everybody know I was in a whole bunch of tight end rooms in my day. That one that we had, LB, was one of the best. Me, you, and Jed, and, and uh, Chad. Yeah, and who was Chad, uh, Chad, Chad, yeah. Chad, yeah, Chad came Lewis. mid-season. Chad came, yeah. That but, was one of the best. I've had some good tight end rooms. I thought we – listen, I thought we got along so – we competed. Yeah. I, want, yeah. I, I did not want Ed to play over me. I wanted to play. <laughs> we, compete, we competed, but we were comrades, man. It, it, it was like – Hey man, what you need? You need me to come pick you up? You need me yeah. to grab some food? What you what? Listen, what we got on this man? I the, 
What are they doing out there? It wasn't like, oh, he's screwing up. I'm not going to tell him what they did. They're, they're yeah. blitzing from that side. I, it was, and I've been places where people will like backstabbing this because they want they want to play. And mm-hmm. and it, it was, and I felt that was the right way to play because you you win that way and you get better that way. Yep. And you know, I learned that from Wesley Walls, man. I, when we I only got about a Carolina, minute left. A minute left? Out, yeah. All right, I'll so give I, you this. Yeah, I'll let go ahead real quick because Jay's got to wrap this up. I played with Wesley Walls. Wesley was a stud. I came in there, young, athletic guy, wanting his job, and Wesley took all his good, sweet-ass time, his extra time, trying to help me get better, telling me what I'm doing wrong on my routes, this, that, and the other. He was like, hey, you might take my job one day, but it's, I, I think it's my job to help you get better. Yeah. That's Go ahead wrap us up, Jay. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, our special guest, Mr. Luther Broughton, this has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals presented by Bet Online. Make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend what we have going on. And as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding? You see them matching jerseys in both of these houses right right there. 88-89, baby. Appreciate you, Lou. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.